What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Calm Podcast. You are now listening to episode 28. We're getting way up there in terms of the episodes, but if you're listening on uh, Apple Podcasts, make sure you hit subscribe. And if you're listening on Spotify, uh, make sure you hit follow or anywhere else you listen. There should be a follow button somewhere. Hit that so every time we upload, you get notified. But today we have a super, super juicy topic. And this is something that I think most of us have probably had some sort of interaction with at some point in our lives. And we're going to be talking about cheating and infidelity fidelity within relationships. And we're also going to be going through seven different ways in which you can avoid cheating and infidelity. All right. So to, to dive right into it, I'm going to go into the first thing on my list and just, just some background. The list that I put together of seven things that I think can really help avoid uh, cheating and infidelity. This is just from my personal experiences. This is from my conversations that I've had with friends um, and just things that I've seen. So obviously this is not an exhaustive list and I love to hear uh, what, what you all feel are some ways to avoid cheating and infidelity and what your experiences with this have been. So if you want to let me know, um, if you want to send in some future uh, topics and, and, and key points to talk about for future podcasts, feel free to hit me up on my social media, which will be linked down below. All right. So with that said, we're going to get into the first thing on the list. Be honest with yourself and about what you want. So be honest with yourself about what you want from a relationship. Um, and I, I really say this because I think a lot of us been to societal pressure. Right. The, the societal norm is is monogamy. All right. It's we, we've been fed from a very young age, whether you want to whether we like it or not. We've been fed this idea of, you know, you grow up, you find somebody, you get married and you're with that person for the rest of your life. Right. And for some people that works for some people, that's what they want. They want a monogamous relationship with it with one person. They get married. Maybe they have kids and they're with that one person, you know, till the day they die. But for other people, you know, there's there's that's not necessarily what works for them. Maybe they want to be with multiple people throughout the course of their life. Maybe they never want to get married. Maybe they want to have multiple partners at one time. Right. And that's OK. That's OK. And we need to understand that if that's you, if you're somebody who's like, yo, monogamy doesn't work for me. I just don't feel like monogamy works. Don't feel like you have to bend to societal pressure in order to, uh, you know, to please parents, to please the people around you or just to look normal. Right. Because trying to fit in and, and be something that you're not is eventually probably, you know, more often than not going to end up in you cheating or stepping outside of the relationship because you're not happy. You know, if you want to be with multiple people, if you want to have have more uh, freedom with, you know, just your your, your choice of partners, that's okay. So be very, very honest about what you want up front and let other people that you're dating know. Uh, whether you're casually dating or you're seriously dating, uh, you know, to, to get married. If you want to date to get married and you're like, I'm dating because I'm trying to find a monogamous relationship with one person, let that, you know, let that person know when the time is right. I'm not saying you have to do that on a first date. Um, you know, if you want to, you know, by all means, I wouldn't personally recommend that. <laughs> That's something that I feel like comes with a little bit of time. But be honest in, in, when the time is right. So if that person uh, that you're dating doesn't know where you stand, let them know where you stand. If you, you're like, yo, I just want to casually date and I want to have multiple partners. Let that be known. If you want to have a monogamous relationship, let that be known and stay true to what you want and don't feel like you have to bend for anyone. So that's that's one thing that I really feels feel like can uh, release a lot of tension and pressure within a relationship, because if you enter into a, a monogamous relationship, but you know, in the back of your head that you really want to be with multiple people, you can only hold up that facade for so long eventually you're going to step outside the relationship because you're not happy and you know then it's going to be a bad situation for both people all right so moving on to the second thing um and i'm just i'm just gonna you know go through the list one by one is understand that within a relationship attraction does not disappear so attraction to the opposite sex 
does not disappear. Um, attraction is is a normal human thing. Okay, you know when you're walking down the street, you might see a girl that's cute. You might say, "Hey, she's really cute." You might, uh, for girls listening, you might see a guy. You say he's really handsome. Um, but with, when you're within a relationship, you have to understand that that doesn't that doesn't go anywhere. You know, you're still gonna see people who are attractive or handsome or look good, but you really have to understand where the buck stops. You have to understand within yourself. How far am I going to take this? You know, you can see somebody who's attractive, but not act on it and say, oh, you know, they look cute. They look handsome. And then, you know, the entire interaction stops right there. When you start to go beyond the bounds of just having that thought and letting that thought come and go. And, you know, you walk up to the person, you start talking to them, you get their number, you get their Instagram. Now you're talking to them about, yo, hit me up on Snapchat and all these other things. You're taking it to a whole nother level where that person is now not only attractive to you, but you're acting on that attraction and opening up a new door outside of your relationship um, that is that can, you know, turn into a, a cheating situation. And many people. Um, I'm sure we even classify just walking up to somebody and getting their number because you think they're cute while you're within a relationship is cheating in and of itself. Um, so, you know, that that kind of leads me into uh, my third point, you know, define what cheating is. Be open and honest about what constitutes cheating within your relationship. And this is going to look different for everybody. You know, not everybody's going to have the same definition of what cheating is. Uh, for some people, it could be just texting somebody of the opposite sex, you know, that you that that you find attractive. Maybe it's going out and dancing with somebody at a club, um, you know, and, and these are just these are just examples that I'm coming with uh, coming up with off the top of my head. But you have to understand that everybody's going to have a different definition of cheating. And I think there's a generally accepted, um, you know, very broad idea of what cheating and infidelity is. But. I think it's very important to understand the nuances within your specific relationship because that is going to give you and your partner more of a basis to make educated and informed decisions about how you interact uh, with other people. So, you know, really have open conversations, leave everything on the table. Don't feel like you have to hide anything. If there's something that makes you feel uncomfortable that your partner did, um, you know, maybe they went out and, and, you know, somebody bought them a drink and then they, they, they went back to their place and they were hanging out and they were just like, Oh, it's just a friend. Even if it's just a friend, even if it's something that's, you know, purely platonic, but it made you feel uncomfortable. Don't feel like, um, that you have to keep your mouth closed. If something makes you feel uncomfortable, communicating that right away and letting them know is super important. And one of two things can happen. Either your partner can be okay and adjust their behavior uh, or two, um, you know, maybe you guys come to a point where it's like your definitions of what's acceptable and what's not within a relationship doesn't really work together. And that's okay as well. Um, so really just take some time and understand that. Now, moving into the fourth thing is you may need to limit the amount of time that you spend with the opposite sex. So, you know, I'm somebody who, who believes it's it's totally fine like to have um, friends of the opposite sex. You know, I have some friends that are girls, uh, you know, girls, I'm sure, you know, girls listening, you have some friends that are guys. Uh, but sometimes when you enter into a relationship, it's really important to understand that friendships, uh, as much as we may just see them as, as platonic, they're friendships. 
they can often turn into more than friendships. I'm sure we've all heard of stories or or had friends uh, that started off as friends and then they ended up in a relationship. You know, um, you know, friends are people who we're vulnerable with. Friends are people who we spend a lot of time with. Um, and as much as we might like to think that we can separate a friendship from a relationship, oftentimes those lines can get blurred. Um, a lot of our emotional support can come from our friends and we can start to form connections with people um, you know, based upon those, uh, you know, based upon those, those friendships. Uh, so just being, being very careful. And this is across the board. I just want to say this is for heterosexual relationships, homosexual relationships. Um, there, you, you just have to be very careful about how much time you're spending with people outside of your partner. Um, and you know, if I'm spending, for, for example, I, I'll use myself, if I'm spending 50% of my time with my girlfriend and I have a girlfriend and then I spend 50% of, of my time with another one of my female friends, I mean, that might be okay. But a lot of times it's like, yo, what what's going on here? You know, like the bat, there, there should be, um, I think when you're in a relationship, a little bit more emphasis put on the partner. So there shouldn't be like a, a best friend, I'd say that you're spending equal or more time with. Um, you should be dedicating more of your time to your partner so you can dive deeper and build a stronger emotional bond um, and emotional connection to your partner uh, than you do with your friends. It's good to have the friends there. I'm not saying cut off your friends in any way, shape or form. Keep your friends around, but just understand that, you know, attraction can happen between friends. Um, things can happen, especially, you know, sometimes maybe you're out, maybe you're in a tough place a tough point in your relationship um and and you kind of you know fall into uh you know liking that friend you know um and that's not necessarily something that we want to happen so be very careful about the boundaries that you set with friends and be very careful about you know uh how how um, accessible you are now just another example i'm a guy um if i have a girlfriend um i'm obviously not gonna have other girls calling my phone whether they're friends or not at 10 30 at night 11 at night and i'm not going to be having conversations with them uh you know late at night or going out you know one-on-one uh, -on -one with them um super often because that that's not something for me personally i i would feel that's a little disrespectful to my girlfriend and two um it's just not something i want to put you know i don't want to put myself in that situation because i understand um even though i might be just friends with somebody things can happen um and situations are not always black and white so be very very careful with that but we're going to move on to the next point because we spent a lot of time talking about the whole friend situation. So I think you guys get it. Um, you know, the fifth thing that I really wanted to talk about is uh, if you still have feelings for your ex, do not enter into a new relationship. And I'm going to say that one more time. If you still have feelings for your ex, do not enter into a new relationship. I need you guys to write that down uh, on a piece of paper and, and put it, you know, put it somewhere where you can see it every single day. Um, you know, I think we see far too often where uh, people will leave a relationship um, and still really have a lot of love, have a lot of feelings um, and still have a lot of attraction to a person that they're coming out of a relationship with. But then they hop into a new relationship, hoping that somehow the new relationship will mask the pain, mask, uh, you know, the feelings that they have for the ex. Uh, but honestly, I'm going to tell you right now those feelings are not going to just disappear. I mean, I mean, you can you can go date 40 other people. Um, if you never just really give your, yourself time to, uh, you know, get over your previous relationship um, and just have some time to yourself to reflect, you're never going to reach a point where, um, you know, your feelings for, for your ex just fade away. Because every time you try to mask those feelings with a new relationship, 
what's going to happen is uh, you, you're just really prolonging your your growth process, prolonging your grieving process, getting over that relationship, right? Um, you're just pushing it off further and further and further and further in the future. Um, and what that's also going to do is if you still have feelings for your ex, still have strong feelings, um, you're going to enter into that new relationship, but you're still going to always have your ex in the back of your mind, right? And always having your ex in the back of your mind is not going to create... Um, a situation where you can really pour all of yourself into your new relationship and it's also going to create a situation where it's a lot easier to cheat it's a lot easier to step out of your relationship because for one most of us you know with your ex you have a a deep emotional connection or at one point in time you had a deep emotional connection so falling back into that person is super easy it's it's not it's comfortable you know what it is you know what they're like um, and, and oftentimes they're, they're still accessible to you. If you went through a really bad breakup, maybe not, but if you went through like a very, um, just, just like, uh, you guys had differences and you kind of split up, but you're still, you know, on, on, on friendly terms. Like if you see them, you say, hi, there's no bad blood is very, very easy to drift back into that relationship with the person that you were with. All right. So, you know, it's totally okay to have feelings for your ex and it's totally okay to maybe even still want to get back with your ex. But if you know that is something that is a possibility for you, it's much, much better for you to stay single. Um, because for one, that gives you more time to focus on you. Two, it keeps you from hurting a new person that you get into a relationship with. You get into a relationship with them. They think, you know, you really like them. And then you end up cheating and you end up going back to your ex and now they're broken and they feel, you know, upset. And, and there's, there's a whole new can of worms that you just open so stay single if you still have feelings for your ex and don't try to to force yourself to uh to get through that pain too fast because you know you could end up cheating um and then number seven number seven is the last one uh that i will say and i think this one is is super super important especially for uh long-term relationships or ltrs um try your best to avoid routines uh, spice things up and continue to explore fun and exciting aspects of life together. And I'm going to say that one more time. Spice it up, you know, make it interesting and, and really, you know, as a as a couple, make sure that you guys are continuing to explore new things together. Um, a lot of people cheat, which is crazy as it sounds. A lot of people go outside of their relationships and explore other people simply because they get bored with the relationship that they're in. Um, and I think it's super important to understand, too, that, you know, as somebody who is in an LTR long term relationship w within a long term relationship, you are going to hit points in time where things may be a little bit stagnant in terms of things get too familiar. Uh, you're just kind of stuck in routines and you guys have gotten used to each other. Um, so you really have to make sure that you break that cycle at some point in time. Spice it up. Do something new. Maybe change up where you go out to eat, change up the day that you go out for a, a date together, go to like a new, you know, vacation spot, maybe go to Cancun if you've never been there before. Maybe you guys go, always go to the Bahamas. This year, going to go to Cancun, you know, exploring each other and continuing to um, look for new and fresh aspects of the relationship is really going to do so much uh, for your relationship. For one, it's going to it's going to keep you guys excited about each other It's going to keep you guys excited about learning about one another is going to keep you excited about the future and what you're going to do because there's a level of unpredictability uh, when you get too comfortable and things are too predictable it's very easy to just kind of take that person for granted and start to wonder hey i wonder if the grass is greener uh, in another relationship i wonder if the grass is greener if i'm with this person or with that person and you start scrolling on instagram and maybe you're scrolling on snapchat and you're seeing all these other people and like these these relationships and you're like hmm you know I, I don't think my relationship is as exciting and as fun and oftentimes that's not even the case because i think everybody 
any relationship you see, even if it looks IG perfect, right? Um, they still have these same issues where, you know, over time, you're going to fall into little lows. You're going to fall into pockets where maybe you're not doing as much, but you have to recognize that and step out of it and say, hey, look, I'm going to do what I need to to, uh, you know, spice it up. I'm going to work with my partner. We're going to we're going to figure out how to spice this up a little bit. We're going to take it to the next level um, and we're going to make sure that we're constantly growing and progressing within each other and keeping it spicy, keeping it as spicy as possible. All right. So keep it spicy, guys. Keep it fresh. Um, and I think that's that's one way to really avoid your eyes from wandering too much. Right. You're going to be so excited and so uh, happy to pour into the relationship that you have um, that you're not going to want to step out and and, and do something um, outside of your relationship. So, you know, I'm just going to end it right there. Obviously, like I said, this is not an exhaustive list. So I'd love to hear um, some things that you all feel are ways to avoid uh, cheating and infidelity. Uh, in your uh, in, in a relationship and maybe there's certain things that you do and have learned within your relationships or relationship um, that have really helped you uh, to to stay you know stay loyal stay within a monogamous relationship and maybe you're somebody who chose to uh, you know not be in, in, within a monogamous relationship maybe you're you're in a, an open relationship or maybe you don't have the uh, desire to be in a relationship but I would love to hear um, what all of your experiences are what you've learned about yourself and really what uh, you know, really, really what uh, each of you want and, and how you discover what you want. So if you want to let me know, if you want to interact with me, as always, you can hit me up on Twitter at the one Chris Jordan. Again, that is the one Chris Jordan, T-H-E, the number one, and then Chris Jordan. That will be linked down below. Uh, it's the same thing on Instagram. You know, send me some DMs uh, on, on both platforms uh, and let me know if there are any other topics that you want to hear me talk about in the future on the podcast more than happy to talk about those. I'm more than happy to cover more relationship topics like this. Uh, we cover finance. We cover personal development and really talk about anything to help you all become the best version of yourself. So thank you so much for listening. As always, it's been your host, Chris. Uh, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. And I will catch you in the next episode of The Calm. Peace.